Progate Racing presents Show Us Your Tips. We look forward to Super Saturday at Flemington, Newmarket and Australian Cup Day, as well as not a bad card in at Rose Hill uh, in a drying Sydney, we hope. But um, some good racing ahead, Beaver. Yeah, some good racing ahead uh, over the weekend. Probably, I don't know if it's, the cards are as good as what we've seen the last couple of weekends, but um, some good races nonetheless and uh, hopefully a few winners out there. If apart from the big the features, Flemington feels a little bit stock standard Flemington, um, and maybe Rose mm. does too. But I think there's some good betting opportunities. Um, so I certainly think so forward too. to getting into it. We kick off. We'll kick off at Flemington with the two group ones there. The rails in the five meter mark on a good track, uh, and we kick off with the two year olds in the Breeder Stakes over the twelve hundred meters. How are we going to start the day? Yeah, a little bit of a tricky affair here. Um... Three main ones in the market have, have got some nice form leading into this. Um, I, I've stuck with um, the Ruthless Dane from the Ma Eustace stable. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it looked pretty good for in his first start win. Um, the, it, it won by a length and beat a fairly decent horse, and they gapped the rest. Um, it shows that this those two might, might have a bit of ability here. Um, uh, the rider, the rider in that wind uh, car, took it pretty easy on it um, down to the line. So I think it had a bit more in hand first, first up, and uh, can be hardest to beat here. Uh, I well, I think the market's in the right order here. I had the other way around there. Nanagui debuted with just behind Sebenyak, who was um, I thought unlucky in the Blue Diamond, ran okay, and um, I think sets up well here, potentially right part of the track, and uh, gets J Mac. So happy to start the day that way, but Ruthless Dame, everything you said is right, so I won't add much more there. Um, I think the other two main chances, a long, I feel like there's a longer tail on this race than some of the ones we may have seen. The Mile Penfolds Matron Stakes is a Group 3 for the Mares, Race 2, where I am... Um, I've just noticed Promise Success is out, actually, just looking at the scratchings. Flying Mascot, very hard to beat. Obviously, it's going to be on pace. Uh, Blake McDo controlling. Uh, I was giving the two O'Shea horses, which is now one, a chance, though. I think Rocker Clock's in the game here, just out the back on that wet track and never really um, had a full crack. But I think the best of its form stacks up well in this race. And uh, I think that's about it. I think Tirath's a little bit, a bit, a little bit disappointing or underwhelming this prep. Uh, I might be being harsh here, Beaver. Yeah, I think you've been a bit harsh there, um, Daggy. I, I actually like Turath in this race. I think this is the w- weakest race it's met this preparation He's in. coming back from a group one, um, so yeah. It is coming back from a group one, and I think Flying Mascot, um, albeit going well at $2.10, the other one's, you know, closer to $4. I think I think it might, I think Turath probably leads and might control, um, and I think Flying Mascot might find it hard to go past it. Um, Look, it wasn't given, Tirath wasn't given, um, you know, it was pretty taken on uh, in the last group one um, and still stuck on pretty well um, against the against the males in a group one. This is, a, as I mentioned, this is a weaker affair for it. So I think if it is going to bounce back, um, this is the type of race that last preparation it was winning and winning comfortably. Um, outside of flying mascot, which I think it probably does. Mm. I think it yeah, probably no does, and I think, um, yeah, just I just think it's a better horse than Flying Mascot, but um, no. we'll, we'll see Flying Mascot tested um, this prep. Yeah, 
We'll find out tomorrow. The uh, Moomba Plate is race three, 1,100 metres listed race up the straight. Remarks come out to stay in Sydney, uh, uh, gathering. But uh, I was uh, bullish on Zarastro resuming last week, and uh, I'm going to stick solid here. I think it's a nice horse. I like the fact it's gone down, I assume, looking for the dry track, and uh, I think it's going to give you a nice sight here. Uh, the market's probably in the right, although give me par... Ran well last prep. The format of that Kalos race it finished in hasn't exactly stood up, but um, I know they've got an opinion of it. So, But uh, Zarastra, I, I think, is a, a nice horse. Beaver, what have you made of this race? Yeah, I'm going. I'm sticking with you here as well. Um, Zarastra resuming down in Melbourne. I think it might have a bit of ability. Um, the scratching of remark makes it a bit of an easier pick for me in this. Um, again, there's probably... General Bow, I think, is a chance. Um, it wasn't too bad first up. And Gimme Par, I think, has got a bit of ability. But uh, I think Sir might be better than these. Yeah, cool. Uh, race four is the size produce stakes, a two-year-old. Through, uh, for the two-year-old group two over the 1,400 metres. We'll get that out. A lot of choosing there. Uh, I, I don't think there's much form in this race. A lot of this is uh, either wet track form or bush form. So my thought was... I know Let's Roll Dice was a nice win, uh, but it's going from a bog-heavy Bendigo to town. The thought I sort of had here is maybe the Sydney form can stack up Man in the Mirror. Uh, coming off a heavy track down there, J-Mac going on uh, an OK return. And then before that, uh, on debut beat Paris Dior, who uh, has run OK since. And I think that could set up quite well in this race because I struggled to really split the rest of the form up. A lot of these are either tied to each other or coming through uh, midweek stuff. What did you make of it? Yeah, look, I, I certainly had um, Man in the Mirror as a as a genuine chance here and probably a saver for me. Um, I've stuck with Sir Bailey. Uh, I thought second up it showed nice improvement uh, from, a, from a pretty good first up run. I think the draw here uh, from gate one means it's, um, it leads or just sits behind the pace here and uh, gets the right run. I thought it hit the line well. I think it could be further improved here and I've got it on top around the $5 mark, but certainly um, some of the Sydney form uh, be wary of. Um, and you might be right, man, in the mirror could be the main danger. Beautiful. The mile group two for the Phillies is the CUNY Stakes. Uh, some of your favourites all uh, popping up again here. What are you doing? Yeah, I'm going for Argentia. Um I'm pretty keen on it, actually, in this race. Uh, first up, it was outstanding. I thought second up was a little bit flat, but that was on the track where leaders seemed to to be able to kick on and fight on, and it had to sit behind it. And I think just sitting closer to the pace may not have suited it as well, and it might have just lost that little bit of zip. But when it did get some air, I think it was in the last 50, I think it was really starting to chew up the ground. I think 1,600 now gets out to the right distance, right fitness here. Gate six, I think it just gets in the running line at Flemington. Um, and certainly the longer straight um, suits. So for me, Argentia, a very nice bet. I agree. I don't have much more to add. I, I think it was, yeah, the combination of Caulfield, a little bit second up, and uh, Lavish Girl did have a, a softish time. I think Flemington sets up much better. And uh, coming off the short SP, happy to get that cash back there. One for your early quaddies is Mocha Luca out to the right distance. will give you a little bit of a sight maybe for a place as well at around the 30s. But um, I think Argenti is a, a nice bet here. Quaddy itself kicks off with the Newmarket Handicap up the straight, the 1,200 metre Group 1. 
what are you going to do here in this uh, cracking little race? Ah, yeah, what a beauty. Um, good race. Uh, yeah, pretty pretty deep field here. I think there's a, a lot of horses that um, are good chances. Uh, some, are, some are probably just a little bit of a question mark, so hard to find. You know, if you're going for the the main form, you've got to look at Lost and Running Home Affairs, Mars Crusader. Um, outside of that, um, if I just focus on the others, Artorias, just not sure about. Um, it would have to show something for me again. Um, just don't, before just I was back back it. Yet. Quant- yeah, you just can't back it. Quantico, I think it's could be untapped, but it's winning form is, in, is not at the quality of these horses. And for me, that means, you know, hard to back. Um, stacking up against these horses first time, swats that, hasn't done something for a while, snap dancer goes all right in, okay, company, um, and then you get down to Oxley Road, finance tycoon, horses like this, um, haven't done anything for a while, in September run, same thing, um, it could show up, it's probably a bit of a smoke at $27, so you're kind of left with the, the main three in the market, I think, um, unless you want to go to something like September run to pull something out. So looking at that, um, Home Affairs was outstanding last start, um, beating uh, Nature Strip. Nature Strip. Um, it's got to be hard to beat in this race. Mask Crusader at $12 is a great bet. Um, you've probably got to at least save on it. I've come up with Lost and Running as the favourite. I just think this horse just keeps getting better and better. Um, it's pretty much bomb-proof. It's going to come out. It's going to get a nice track in the race um, and can sit off the pace. Um and produce a really strong finish. Um, so I'm going lost and running um, to sit on their hammer and go past them. Um, Mask Crusader to flushing home. Fair enough. Uh, I'm going the other way. I'm going with Home Affairs. I, I thought it beat, obviously had a bit of luck, and so it beat Nature Strip Home Gap, the rest of the field, and J Max going back onto it. Oh, he stuck with it last time. So, sorry, uh, J Max ticks. Um, outside fence. Uh, you might get four bucks in a day. I think a great bet. Interesting to see we lost and running stacks up. Now it's back to Group One Company after, but it has tangled with them all in the Everest. Uh, and I'll be throwing probably Snap Dancer down the bottom of the weights there, and uh, into the Quaddy and Mask Crusader in the Quaddy. So, but um, Home Affairs on top for me. Its best, its biggest win was actually twelve hundred meters as well uh, in that Coolmore. So I think twelve hundred meters, no problem. The Australian Cup is the second Group 1 on the card where we see Think It Over Down from Sydney. Um, look, this is a terrible race. Let's be honest. This is the, coming through that Group 2 race, which I bagged two weeks ago. Um, and they all slugged around in Cascadian. One. Think It Over's been beating, oh, beaten uh, very elegant last time. The only concern for me is it's coming uh, off the wet track to a dry. But uh, Nash is on. It's going to roll forward. It's going to be exactly where it wants to be. There's not a lot of other pace here. And I think it's a fantastic bet here, around $3. And I can see potentially them backing Callsign Mav and a few others, and you might even get better on the day cause, uh, with your waveform. But for me, think it over is a fantastic bet, and uh, I'm not going to probably add much more to that. Yeah, look, um, there's no doubt... Uh think it over is a massive chance in this race. But, um, look, I'm going for Spanish Mission. Um, look, it's it's an ultra-consistent horse, just like Think It Over. Um, I thought it was very good first up um, and just started to, to get into its work and finish off very nicely um, behind Earlswood and Colsign Mav. Um, we know it's ran good races prior to that. 
Um, in the Melbourne Cup, the distance is no problem. The further they go, the better this horse will get. I think this race sets up very nicely for it. Um, does have J-Mac on board. Um, I'm, I'm looking for Spanish Mission to be super hard to beat. I think it's ready, been set for this and um, will be hard to beat. No doubt, think it over is is a very good chance. Um, outside of that, again, a lot of these horses, you're not you're not quite sure. Cascadia was good last start, um, so it's it's definitely got to be thrown in, and the rest um, are good on their day, but uh, yeah, hard to catch. Beauty. Um, no, that's fair enough. The second last on the card is the Shaftesbury Avenue handicap over the fourteen hundred meters. We see Kiss on All for Cheeks coming over from Perth to uh, start favourite, which I'm not sure about. So for me, the couple of bets here is one, Shalo, fresh is best here for it. It's uh, $6, you know what it's going to do, get to the middle of the track, probably be last at the 300 and come steaming home. And I thought Terry Tortoni's return was better than it looked last time. I was stuck on the fence at Caulfield just rolling along and um, I just uh, held up, sorry, and... Uh, but hit the line well enough, and uh, around the 20s is going to, I think, is a, an okay saver there. So the two I'm going to look at predominantly. Uh, a couple of other nice horses here, but um, what have you done? 100%. I agree with you. Cherry Tony is certainly a um, a nice little play at the odds. Um, but I've, I've gone with you. Chalet, like, it's outstanding first up. Mm. Um, it's unbeaten and almost unbeatable. Um, it's ran past better horses than these. Um in its races, it's got an outstanding finish. Uh, the big Flemington straight suits. If it's ready to go first up, which it normally is, uh, I just can't believe it's my favourite. Yeah, because that... I know Kiss and Awful Cheeks is running around some black-type stuff in Ascot, but I don't think any of that stacks up. And it was just... And it hasn't won. Point. And it hasn't been winning. That's the other thing. And <laughs> you're getting beaten. No. I don't understand it at all. Yeah, I don't understand but, it at all. Um, yeah. You know, last start ran second at Ascot over 1,200 against... This will test you. It was ten dollars, so it wasn't even, you know, yeah. favourite for the race. Um, and it was a length and a half off them. And similar prior to that, you know, it's it's not it's not as though, you know, uh, three starts back around third at Ascot over sixteen hundred was five and a half lengths at seven dollars behind Western Empire. Yes. Right. Uh yeah. Yep, exactly. So I'm not happy to bet with um, a quarter of the market taken up by it. The uh, the last on the card is a three-year-old race as well. How are you taking us home? Yeah, look, um, tricky little affair, this one. And uh, I stuck with uh, Cardigan Queen. Um, I thought its, it's first two uh, runs this prep have been outstanding. Um, looks Just looks super hard to beat in this. I think $4 is a nice price. Uh, this this field's got a long tail. Um, Socialist could be hard to beat. It's going to need a little bit of... Um, Luck in running there from the gate 13, but uh, Cardigan Queen here for me just sits in the nice spot and should get the right trail home. I am, um, I think there's a couple of chances. I'm going to stick with Socialist on top. It was off the short SP, just got dragged out a bit and uh, had to sit outside lead there. I don't think it was the greatest ride. A uh, bit of a better run here, I think, puts it back in the game from Cardigan Queen, who was good and is tied to that form. Did beat at home last time. Uh, he's been hitting the line well in Flemington. Obviously, will suit it uh, up in distance as well. So, they're the two. Um, but, 
a couple of little bits and pieces, but nothing I really want to talk about, to be honest. Um, for progroupracing.com.au, have you got a Flemington Quaddy? Yeah, I do have a Flemington Quaddy, mate. Um, given that's uh, where I do my best. Um, first leg. Number one, Mars Crusader. Number two, Home Affairs. Number three, Lost and Running. Number 10, Quantico. And number 12, September Run. Mm-hmm. In the second leg, I've got number one, Cascadian. Number two, Think It Over. Number three, Spanish Mission. And number six, Surprise Baby. Uh, you do love her. him. I've got, I've, got a, I've got a stick here, so. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, in the third leg, I've got number one, Junipal. Mm. Uh, number nine, Chalet. I think it's a good chance here, Junipal. Definitely goes in the corner. Yeah. Number nine, Chalet. Number 10, Cherry Tour Tony. And number 14, Morvada. Mm. And in the last, I have gone number five, Cardigan Queen. Number six, Shatras. Number seven, Socialist. And number 14, set the sales. Very good. And while you're at it, give us your best and value for Flemington on Australia Cup Day. My value bet is race eight, number nine, Chalet. And my best is race five, number four, Argentia. I'm agreeing with you. My value is Chalot as well, uh, or Chalet, or Chalut, or Chalot. And uh, my best of the day will be thinking over in the Australian Cup. I think it's very hard to beat there. We head up to Rose Hill, where it is currently rail true, a heavy track, and um, maybe up and off. Maybe we need to be up on pace there at Rose Hill, uh, as is the rule, but we'll see. As this dog, get out of here, dog. Um, But I think it'd actually be uh, a little bit drier than you think. I'm not saying it's going to get, you know, to to a dead or anything, but I think it will be um, in the 80s range, 7 or 8 by the time we get there. But let's keep an eye on that. It kicks off with the midway benchmarks. 72, as always, over the 1,200. You got anything to start us off in this race? Nothing to start us off, mate. Um, I had a steam lady on top, but I have very little interest in betting in that. Race two is a Magic Night Stakes for the Phillies. What are we doing here? Yeah, look, this is a tricky little affair. I've settled on Queen of the, Queen of the Ball. Um, first up was pretty good. I thought um, last start wasn't wasn't the worst Uh I think, yeah, not quite sure. The wet track um, may not have helped, but just may have got in the wrong part of the track there. Um, But I think it can bounce back here, and I'm willing to um, stick with Queen of the Ball. I was going to – I stuck with She's Extreme, market order there. It – yeah, challenged Fireburn, who's been very impressive in all its starts. Uh, It was obvious, gapped the rest, um, so had her on top. Bit of a watch on Seiru uh, down the bottom there. Debuted in the Blue Diamond Stakes. I think we mentioned it back then. Pulled up lame. Trial win since and uh, is up in Sydney. Just make sure it hasn't been scratched yet. Still there. And is around 17 bucks. So that would be the other bet for me in this race. Race three is 1,200 metre Pango Pango Stakes for the boys. Where Gump is very keen on magic. Um, Friend of the show, the Gump, was all over magic when I chatted him early in the week. Uh, He thinks it'll win the slipper. So... We'll be keeping an eye on it. Uh, what have you, you made of this race? Yeah, good horse. Um, 
magic could could be one out of the box and the gump could well be right and I think this is the right race for it here um yeah it was was hard to miss it first up and should get the right run here gate three um this is a pretty pretty weak affair I think um $2.15 I think is probably a good price if if anything to go by the first run it should be winning um and a watch on custodian at $13 I think we've mentioned Custodian every every Saturday for the last month, haven't we? Yeah. But, um, yeah, uh, two chances. Rise of the Masters is the other one with um, just on pace, fit now, fourth up. And uh, you know where it's going to be, but I don't know how well that form necessarily stacks up. But what form does stack up here? The rest of this uh, is all a bit away stuff. The Ajax race is a Group 2 1500 metres race where this was pretty easy. Ellsberg smashed these last time, same track and uh, comes back to Rose Hill keeps the same uh, heavy track I should say, gets the same control uh, has the same setup and there's less chases, how's it going to get beat? It's not Ellsberg for me, $1.80 is a great price Perfect, race 5 is the 1100 metres, Morris McCartan what have you done in this race? Remark stays in Sydney Yes interesting race here um Four good chances, um, the top four, um, look to be the only chances. Look, um, yeah, look, I, I'm going I'm going to go for Gravina. Um, I really liked it first up. I thought it was really good. Um, I liked it better because I had hoping, lots of my money on it. Yeah, that's true. And I'm hoping that um, that's a good sign for this preparation where last prep at it, show, it kind of promised to do that and ran a couple of good seconds and thirds. I'm hoping that breakthrough now um, gets it chasing to the line. It was ridden a bit a bit closer and, and that certainly paid off for it. And I think it might be a little bit similar here. He gets to sit behind him. Um, rule of law is going great guns, but it sets up to better company for the first time. So I'm willing to probably risk it slightly at the price. Um and Remark, obviously, resuming at 650 is a, a, a very good chance. So I'd probably play Gravina and save on Remark. And Shelby 66. Um, I'm not getting carried away with the last start. Oh, I love um, it. I love the fact that six off. bucks, it's using up, a, it can't win, and it's using up a stack of the market. I've got Rule on top. It's flying. Uh, it's been getting through conditions fine. Uh, I am surprised a little bit at the price. Gravina loses Nash, which was. Uh, which he was great. It was a fantastic ride for him last time, but he's down down there in the weights, still in a chance. Um, but I've got rule of law and from Remark, who I would have been tipping probably strongly if it had gone to Melbourne, to be honest. But um, must be a chance here. They must think it gets through the wetter right. So that's I think we've covered off all the chances there. The far lap stakes is race six, where I am. What am I doing here? Race five, I should say. Getting ahead of myself. Uh, I've got Fangirl on top, favourite on top, hard to beat. Uh, a lot of these have, uh, a few are coming off wins, but not a lot of form to a lot of it. And um, I just think Fangirl's a nice horse, potentially a bit flat second up. Uh, I assume the stable think it gets through the wet because they'll scratch it otherwise. And um, not a lot of chases. Roots off the nice resumption. I know it's from midweek stuff, might be the other, the main danger. Yeah, look, I can't go past Fangirl here. I, look, I can't even find a danger, to be honest. Um, first up was outstanding. Just got out of its ground last start, but I thought it ran on nicely. Um, I don't think you'll find a 20 off the lead in this with a, with a smaller field and all the scratchings. Um, 
yeah, just looks way too good for these. Beauty. The Quaddies kicks off with the Sky High Stakes, where I'm going to believe what I saw first up from Skylab. Great win, uh, and can't possibly back Mount Popper. So it's on top for me. Just um, got to get some clear air at the right time. And um, I thought Spirit Ridge is arguably the best horse in this race, and it's 17 bucks. I know it's first up at 2000 but I think it's worth a little bit of a saver there. Um, other than that, bits and pieces for the quaddy, maybe save Valentina. But, uh, yeah, that's it for me. Skylab on top? Yeah, certainly Skylab's a, a, a huge chance in this. I was willing to take on Mount Popper as well. I've, I've landed on Great House. Mm. Uh, first up was was a nice little run. I think it hit the line uh, nicely. It gets out to 2,000 here. Um, as you've outlined, this is not a super difficult race. Um, I think it's you know, probably shown that it's the best horse in this field. Uh, had a, you know, be, it's beaten better horses than these, and I think at 2,000 um, is right up the alley here, so great house for me. Excellent. Yeah, another one for the Quaddy. Definitely. The Group 1 Coolmore Classic is race number eight. What have you done here? Yeah, this is a, a nice little race, this one. Um some horses coming off some really good form, even even deep into the um, even deep into the field here. You've got horses like Cape Estelle, who was outstanding last start. Uh, it was eighty one dollars. The tissue missed the kick, and it's had some decent form before. Polly Gray, um, he'll like these conditions. So there's there's three horses there um, deep into the market that look pretty decent. Um, look, last chance for Espiona to me. Um, I backed at the first two starts, this preparation. I've got a stick, um, but this is it. This is the chance and probably this is the toughest field um, that it's had, this preparation. Um, but I just think, again, uh, if it's ridden with a little bit more aggression, the 50 kilos, um, yeah, that's a that's that's a very lightweight um, in this race. Uh, Expat will ensure there's pace on. Espion will just need to make sure it doesn't get too far back. Um, but, you know, there's... Lighthouse is is an outstanding horse, um, and it doesn't run a bad race. So you know you're going to get a sight if you're on hit. Promise of success will be running on uh, with Espiona. Um, they're both young horses, so that'll be a telling factor. Who's better there? An expat will ensure that uh, they've got something to chase. I got Polly Gray on top. I think it's a great price. Uh, I've seen it's just firmed a little bit. I like the fact uh, of Delegate one on a roughy, uh, a wet track roughy has got nothing to lose, hopefully push a little bit forward and um, sets up great here. And I don't, like, there's holes in all of these horses' form. Uh, and maybe Espiona just wants a dry track, but it is a group one, so maybe this has been the goal all along. From Expat, who's going to roll along on pace, get through the conditions, uh, and you know what you're going to get there. They're the two, I think they'll be the two main bets for me. And I'll think about whether I then have anything else on... I'll probably end up having something small on Capistel just for the knockout. But um, they're the two main ones and enough waffling from me. Excited to, to find out what happens. Benchmark 88 is race nine, where I am less excited. Um, I had I had the two Waller horses... I was giving the two Waller horses a real chance, Mar and Pa, um, rolling forward here, gets through the conditions okay. Uh, but he's first up, and Syndicato down the bottom there, same sort of, same same deal. I think he might have a little bit of talent, and I 
just a, a bit bored of all the rest of these horses. Did you have any better clarity? Yes, yeah, certainly thought those two um, were, were well in the market and with very good chances. I've gone for, for Catalan, uh, resuming after a kind of freshen up. Um, it goes well. Uh, fresh, it's had three runs for three wins. Uh, goes well at this track. Um, not quite sure on the on the on the softer, heavy going. That's probably the only concern for me. Um, has won a trial on it before, but uh, yeah, it's formed and it's won on the soft before, but it's two starts on the heavy. Hasn't run a drum, but it's raced in better company than this as well, I think. Um, so first up here, I'm going to take it on its first up form. Uh, about the five dollars fifty, you think it can be super hard to beat. Cool, and we wrap up with a nineteen hundred meter benchmark seventy eight, where I am going to come home with hopefully the favourite in the last Zumon that is heading towards a Derby uh, has been good both resumptions. He does come way from Canterbury, but might have a similar track here where it can roll along on the pace. And uh, Tim Clark, you know what you're going to get from um, who was my other chance here. That's about it. Mr. G uh, would be the other danger. Potentially, same thing. Bit of a claim at the top there. But um, how are you finishing today? Yeah, I've stuck with the same as you here. Zimon looks to be a horse on the way up. Um, it's in prep for better races than this. Uh, yeah, very hard to beat. I think the $4, I don't think you'll get that um, come race day. Yeah, so zoom on in the last for me. Beauty. So the Rose Hill Quaddy will kick off with the first leg. One Great House, two Spirit Ridge, four Skylab, nine Savvy Valentina. The Group One, two Poly Grey, four Lighthouse, six Expat, twelve Promise to Success, fifteen Espiona. Nine at Martin Part, ten Suami. 14 Syndicato. We'll skinny that up a little bit. Actually, we'll throw Catelyn in. Yeah, 7 as well. And then come home for 1 Mr. G, 2 Canasta, and 12 Zoom On. For Pro Group Racing, uh, check them out for their free tips, extensive guides, and much more. My best at Rose Hill will be Ellsberg. And my value, Polly Gray, in the Coolmore Stakes. What have you made of it? My, um, my value bet is going to be race three, number three, Magic, all on to race four, number one, Ellsberg, all on to race six, number one, Fangirl. So nice. I'm going, race going six, a number 11. little bit different. No, that's fine. Yeah. Number 11, sorry. Yep. yep. Um, so that, that's going to be my value. Um, cheeky little get treble. Home, but, yeah. But yes, cheeky little treble. And my best bet of the day comes up in the last race 10, number 12, Zuma. Beauty. Uh, have you got anything up north? Of course. Eagle Farm. You would be disappointed if I said no, I'm sure of it. I would be. Um, I've got a few up there for you. Um, cool. I'm, I'm hoping um, Forever You goes to Eagle Farm. I just noticed that. Um, yeah. and, if it, and if it does, it's going to be race two, number seven. I think it's going to be super hard to beat. Um, I think race four, number one, Ocean Emperor. Uh, around the four fifty five dollar mark is going to be hard to beat. Race six, uh, race five, number one, Gypsy Goddess uh, is is a good good horse resuming, and it's going to be hard to beat. And then my other one that is presents a bit of value up there for a new stable is race seven, number nine, Aidensfield. Cool. 
So I think we've got a few winners uh, coming up up there. Oh, excellent. Very good, Beaver. Good job again. Uh, We'll discuss potential meetings tomorrow afternoon to enjoy the races, see what's going on in life. But um, other than that, punters, stay safe. Best wishes to everyone uh, doing a bit tough at the moment. Uh, Good punning tomorrow, and we'll talk to everyone for our midweek preview early next week. Catch you guys.